Gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members, my uh, beloved. <coughs> This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 1004, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry Commentary. This podcast, my beloved, is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. So the aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of Almighty God and saved from the eternal burning hell which Jesus Christ preached on by believing in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who said the most important words in the history of the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So, right from the top, dear friends, I want to ask you, do you know Jesus Christ as your Savior in the free pardon of your sins? Have you been born again? Because Jesus Christ said, you must be born again if you plan on entering into heaven with him and God and the angels. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you, shalt be saved. If you want to be saved, understand that you need to be saved, because you are a sinner. Now, you must understand what being saved means. Have you ever seen somebody in a flood of water because of a storm. The water comes up to the top of the house. They have to move to the roof or to the top of the car or climb a tree 
well, they have to be saved because the water is not going anywhere. They need to be saved. They're in a lost condition. Uh, they're in a bad situation. And so somebody has to pluck them out of that bad situation and save them. Understand, they cannot save themselves. How many times have we seen that? Down through the years, hurricanes, tornadoes, floods. And we're seeing it more and more, not because of climate change, Always remember that God has always controlled the climate. God created the climate. And, and, and saying that uh, we puny little men and women can tear down the climate is like saying we can tear down the earth, the foundations of the earth. We don't have that kind of power. So understand God is in control of the climate and he uses it in the way that he sees fit. So a hurricane is coming to, towards Florida right now. People will have to be saved if it is a category four or five. They will need help because they're in a bad situation and you're in a bad situation. For you are in a flood of sin in your own life. You may not know that. You may be like I was before I got saved. I had no, I, I hadn't, I didn't have a problem with sin. When I was lost and on my way to hell and didn't even know it. I thought there was something wrong with you if you didn't run with me to sin. I thought, I thought you had a problem. Uh, we would call you a, a square. I guess the young people would call you a geek today or whatever. You were strange if you didn't go running with us, running after women and some Boone's Farm wine. We thought you were crazy. I didn't see any problem with the sin. And that's, that's where you might be. But I'm here to tell you, you may not have a problem with sin because of your lost condition, but God does. <clears throat> the Bible says God is angry with the wicked every day. The Bible, the Bible says, God's word says, we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. So let me point out some sins to you. Lying. Stealing. Lusting after beautiful women. Women lusting after men in their hearts. Which God says, Jesus says, you, when you do that, you're committing adultery with them, and uh, you're committing adultery in your heart. Dishonoring, disobeying, disrespecting your parents. 
hating your parents that helped bring you, uh, helped uh, brought you into this world? Dishonoring God by taking his name in vain? Committing adultery? Having sex before marriage of any kind? Being a homosexual lesbian? These are sins that uh, have to be dealt with in God's sight. And uh, the Bible makes it very clear, the wages of sin is death. In other words, the reason why you're going to die is because of your sins and your sinful nature. And the Bible says, it is appointed unto men once to die, and after this, the judgment. And if God will allow you to die, and you know that you're going to die, you have been to the funerals of family members and friends and co-workers. You know they died. You saw them dead. And you're going to be in that coffin one day. You're going to die, my friend. It is appointed on the men once to die. In other words, you have an appointment with death. In fact, you are on death row because of your sins. <coughs> and uh, uh, if God will allow you to die off of this beautiful thing called earth, hanging on nothing but his word, God will allow you to go to hell if you do not believe in his son Jesus Christ who suffered bled and died on the cross for your sins so I strongly urge you I attempt to persuade you to humble yourself down it's not a it's not between you and me God God is not going to make you because he's not going to touch your free will out of respect for you and I can't make you. So this is between you and God. And Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Uh, you're on your way to hell. Nobody's going to ever tell you that. Probably but me. You're on your way to hell, man, woman. Uh, wherever you are right now, whatever you're doing. You're going to hell if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ for he said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life so dear friend believe in the Lord Jesus Christ believe in your heart that he suffered he bled and he died on the cross for your sins <coughs> He was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God. That is the gospel. That is the good news. Accept it. Believe it in your heart. And then the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call on his name and ask him to save you today. Get your soul saved. Get your eternal life insurance policy squared away.
shine in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. You don't have to understand it all, just believe it all. And he'll save your soul. Follow me in prayer, phrase by phrase. I will wait on you. Uh, and believe it in your heart and uh, be sincere about it. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I realize and I accept that I am a wicked, evil sinner. That I have done evil in your sight repeatedly. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. My failures and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, Jesus Christ. who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, I do believe in you. And I believe that you suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul from hell today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins. Help me to change Help me to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you prayed that prayer with me and you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Then I declare to you that based upon God's word, you are now saved from hell. To help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my free book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And uh, you get it free of charge. You never have to pay a dime. And uh, it will get you started in your newfound life in Christ. And uh, help you on your way. Also, email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com. Let us know that you got saved. 
and uh, so that we can rejoice with you and send you more materials to help you grow. And we're literally here uh, 24 hours a day. Uh, uh, my family and staff have done this on their own. I don't know how long they're going to do it. So take advantage of it now. Uh, they are up, ready to receive your email, ready to answer any questions you have, ready to take your prayer requests. And uh, some were up until from all last night till uh, 8 and 9 this morning. So we thank the Lord for being available to you. And and uh, and so take advantage of it while you can. Uh, at this junction, we're going to resume our standing between the living and the dead service, uh, number 848. This is a continuation from yesterday. This is why I believe uh, our engineer, Daniel Ezekiel White, uh, number of things the way he did. <clears throat> so this is a continuation of that service. If the Lord tarries his coming and if the Lord says the same, I will continue. I will uh, finish the uh, Jewish holidays celebration uh, service later on this evening. If the Lord tarries his coming and we live. Today, my beloved, we are reading Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17, which we read last night, but we're going to read it again out of respect for the Word of God and then continue on. Uh, if the Lord tarries his coming and we live. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac, and Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judas and his brethren. And Judas begot Pharis and Zarah of Thamar, and Pharis begot Esram, and Esram begot Aram. And Aram begot Aminadab, and Aminadab begot Naasson, and Naasson begot Salmon, and Salmon begot Boaz of Rahab, and Boaz begot Obed of Ruth. And Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David the king, and David the king begot Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. And Solomon begot Roboam, and Roboam begot Abiah, and Abiah begot Asa, and Asa begot Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat begot Joram, and Joram begot Ozias, and Ozias begot Joatham, and Joatham begot Achaz, and Achaz begot Ezekias, and Ezekias begot Manassas, and Manassas begot Ammon, and Ammon begot Josias, and Josias begot Jeconias and his brethren about the time they were carried away to Babylon. <coughs> Pardon me. 
And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconias begot Salathiel, and Salathiel begot Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel begot Abiud, and Abiud begot Eliakim, and Eliakim begot Azor, and Azor begot Sadak, and Sadak begot Akim, and Akim begot Eliud, and Eliud begot Eleazar, and Eleazar begot uh, Matan, and Matan begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So all of the generations from Abraham to David are fourteen generations, and from David until the carrying away into Babylon are fourteen generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are fourteen generations. My, my, my. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you for bringing us uh, on a long journey through your holy word verse by verse, here a little, there a little. And uh, Lord, I pray that you will help us, your people, to remember your holy word, to hide it in our hearts, to understand it and to comprehend it, to love it and to obey it and to live by it. And uh, to apply it to our lives. Fill our hearts with your holy word, not only to become, not to become puffed up, but to be obedient and to live it out. As one person said recently, that you only believe what you believe by living it out. That's the proof of it. And I believe that person is right. Uh, so Lord, help us to do that. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. <clears throat> anyway, I just thank you for indulging me and allowing me to get away with such a crime as singing in public. Matthew chapter 1, verse 1 through 17. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have, uh, I have just read in your hearing, uh, Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. Now, here is the sense of it, the understanding of it. If you will, with the help of the Holy Ghost of God, I don't care how learned you are or how learned you are. As a child of God, you need the power of the Holy Spirit to help you to understand the Bible. And it's not designed for you to study it so that you can get puffed up and proud like so many have become. They think because they know more about the Bible 
than you, that they're better than you, and that's not the case. Uh, seeking knowledge is what got us in the mess in the first place with uh, Eve, okay? Seeking knowledge to become proud and arrogant and stubborn and all of that, see? Uh, trying to challenge God. Isn't it interesting you have children that you raise up and and then they get to a certain age and they have they gain some friends and and uh and they get turned and they will try to challenge the parent who brought them up to be successful in the first place well god will have none of that okay <laughs> do you hear me god the father will not have any of that at all my friends you're not going to challenge God, the Father. He loves you, and he will observe you and look at you, and, and he'll show you mercy. But uh, I, if I were you, I would not do that. I would not do that. I don't question God about anything. I just I just live by faith in God and by the grace of God with his help. Obey him. Because I fear him. In a very real sense. I don't fear him like I'm scared of him. I fear him in the way the Bible talks about it. I reverence him. I respect him. Go ahead and finish. Finish that right now. Finish that. Right over here. I reverence him. I respect him. And I fear what he can do to me. <laughs> and if you don't have that kind of healthy fear, I feel sorry for you because you're going to mess your life up. And you're not going to have continual favor and continual blessings on your life. Privileges, opportunities, and open doors. And we're going to take advantage of the BKC today, the Bible Knowledge Commentary to help us, which I believe was put together by men who are saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. That's my uh, hope and prayer that's the case. And they continue on to say, as I was saying on yesterday, Matthew gave Jesus' lineage through his legal father on earth a man Joseph if you will the greatest stepfather in the history of the world because he was not the father he was not the natural father no sperm no seed came out of him into 
Mary's body to produce the God-man, Jesus Christ. Now I'm getting ready to shout, and I feel like preaching. So there's no telling. I, I'm, I'm about to burst just by saying that. Thus, this genealogy traced Jesus' right to the throne of David, which must come through Solomon and his descendants. Of particular interest is the inclusion of Jeconiah, of whom Jeremiah said, Record this man as if childless. Jeremiah's prophecy related to the actual occupation of the throne and the reception of blessing while on the throne. Oh, I know you want me to shout you out, but it's time out for the shouting out. No more shouting out. You need to learn something, uh, and you need to apply something to your life. You need some what my mother used to call meat, uh, stuff that sticks to your bones, potatoes and rice and beans and, and some good chicken. Well, back then it was good fried chicken that my mother used to cook in lard that would make you say, oh, I'm not going to say it. Crisco, you could see the grease. Uh, it was not clear like the, the doctors tell us to use today. No wonder so many of us from the south, the black folk, eating pig's guts, chitlins. There's nothing like some chitlins with some hot sauce if it's cooked right. You got to have the right person. It's got to smell right while it's cooking. And it's got to, you got to, it can't be chewy. And call it green with some hog in it. All that fried chicken cooked in Crisco back in the day. Make your tongue slap your brain, slap out of your head. That's real talk. How I got on that, I don't know. Evidently, I'm hungry. I don't know. But you need some real food. All this fluff is not going to get it. It, 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 it. It'll shout you out, and by the time you get to the car, you shout it out. It's over. You're back in depressed land, going home to curl up in a fetal position, not obeying Shirley Caesar, who said, go to your own house. Amen, Shirley. My mother's name is Shirley as well. Go to your own house, man, woman. Y'all got to stop, stop it. If you don't know, stop it now. Let me tell you something. If you don't know to go to your home, after you leave Walmart and Target and Ryan's, go to your own house. That's what Shirley Caesar told you to do. Don't go to Bo Peep's house. Don't go to, I'm talking about after church. Don't go to Sylvia's house. She wants you to come in her den of sin. And Bo P wants you to come on over too. Because he want to make you shout in another way. Don't do that. Anyway. Uh, you need some potatoes. Mashed potatoes. And whole, 
how about the potato salad made back in the day? Not, 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 not the stuff you buy at Walmart. Ain't no telling what's in that. Ain't no telling what's in that. I'm trying to help you. I'm talking about homemade potato salad, Jack. And the women of the day, they don't know how to cook it from scratch like that. My mother knew how to cook it from scratch like that. And I believe that's one of the reasons why my dad kept coming back when she kicked him out. She could flat throw down without a sweat and still look pretty. And would not sit down like the old women used to do. She, she would not sit down to eat with you. She would not like that. You know these women who can chow down like with a man? You, I, that does not appeal to me. My mother was not like that. She would nibble. After the food was done and received the compliments. Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? Mm. Yes. And she noticed one time I I, 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 I was upset with her because she didn't cook as much as she should have cooked. I, I, she, she, she noticed it. She noticed it. She brought it up. She understood. She, she brought it up that I did not appreciate the fact. That I didn't cook as much as she could have cooked. I missed that, man. And I enjoyed all my mother's cooking. Nothing and nothing more, probably, than the Apalachicola fish, fried fish, fried shrimp. Huh? What? Oysters. Huh? Oysters, rather, from the Gulf. And no fish tastes like that fish anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. It's not, you can't find that fish at Walmart and H-E-B and Publix. No, 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 mm -mm. Anyway, though Jeconiah's sons never occupied the throne the line of rulership did pass through them if Jesus had been a physical descendant of Jeconiah he would not have been able to occupy David's throne Luke's genealogy made it clear that Jesus was a physical descendant of David through another son named Nathan but Joseph a descendant of Solomon was Jesus's legal earthly father so Jesus's right to the throne was traced through Joseph Matthew traced Joseph's line from Jeconiah pardon me through the latter's son Shealtiel and grandson Zerubbabel Luke 3.27 also refers to Shealtiel, the father of Zerubbabel, in Mary's line as well. Does Luke's account then mean that Jesus was a physical descendant of Jeconiah after all? No, because Luke's Shealtiel and Zerubbabel were probably different persons from those two in Matthew. In Luke, Shealtiel was the son of Neri, 
but Matthew Shealtiel was the son of Jeconiah. Okay? Alright, we're going to walk through this here a little, there a little, uh, line upon line. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Scripture and the Sense podcast. Please remember to read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, each and every day of your life and pray without ceasing to God about everything and for wisdom to understand His Word and apply it to your life. Most importantly, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou, you, shalt be saved. Please stay tuned for a complete presentation of the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can get your soul saved from hell to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Now, dear friends, if you're with us today and you do not know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, allow me to show you how you can place your faith and trust in Him, Jesus Christ, for your soul's salvation from sin and hell. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God. We're all guilty before God. You do not have the right to look down your nose at others. You're just as wicked as others. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin always. You will be paid for your sins one day. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Our payday someday is death to these beautiful bodies. Death to so many things before you die. Death to marriages. Death to relationships. Uh, death to material things. You will experience a thousand deaths before you die because of sin. But ultimately you will die physically. Your body will be put in a cold dark grave. And that ought to be frightening because it is frightening. But more frightening is that your soul, if it dies without Christ, will go to a burning hell to spend eternity in a dark place, even though there's fire. You say, Preacher, I don't believe that a loving God would put people in the hell where Jesus Christ, the loving and lowly one, preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ, the loving one and the lowly one, preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. He said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Also the Bible says in Revelation 21, 8, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Whatever you do, don't experience the second death, because it's bad news. Hell is bad news, but I have good news for you. You don't have to go to hell, 
Jesus suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again on the third day, and he said these words to you before he left here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. Pray and ask Jesus Christ to save your soul and to come into your heart and change your life. He will do it. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shall be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again. And you're ready to trust him as your Savior. Pray and ask him to save you, and he will. I'll be glad to lead you in prayer in what is called the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner, that I have done evil in your sight. I am guilty because I have broken your Ten Commandments, your law. I've taken your holy name in vain. I've dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected my own parents. I have lied many times before. I have lusted after people and things and what others have. I've stolen things before. Uh, so Lord, that's five to six commandments I've already broken out of your Ten Commandments. And so please have mercy and grace upon me. For your Holy Son's sake, Jesus Christ, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how. In the Lord Jesus Christ. That he suffered and he bled and he died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past and help me to turn from my evil ways. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake, amen. Now dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you, dear friend, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com 
and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And Jesus Christ said in John 10, 9, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good until next time. Now, I may be traveling here over the next few days, and uh, but I will resume preaching as soon as I get back. And I will do some preaching while I'm on the road. So thank you so much for your prayers. Please continue to pray for us. And we will continue to pray for you. God bless you. Until next time.